I was um I was flying into Auckland on Thursday after spending the first half of this week in another slice of paradise, Aotea Great Barrier Island. It was my first time out to the barrier. It was wonderful actually, and, and I'll tell you more about the trip soon. And the flight back to the mainland though came courtesy of a little Cessna caravan and Great Barrier Air. Now, if you haven't been to Great Barrier Island before, flying Great Barrier Air is fantastic. It's an experience. It's an experience kind of like on other small little regional airlines around New Zealand where everything is just as chilled out as you might imagine. You know, all, all of the passengers squeeze inside a cabin space about as high and wide as in a car. If you're in row A, you can pretty much reach out and touch the controls. There is no fancy safety video. There's no in-flight snack. There's not even a co-pilot. <laughs> it's fantastic. And, and the views across the Hodaki Gulf are astonishing. But it, but it was coming back into Auckland, flying at a low speed and at a lower altitude than you would normally do in a big commercial jet, that I found myself really focusing on a couple of features of our biggest city. For starters, and this is probably pretty obvious, Auckland is really spread out. It's incredibly spread out. I mean, from the year, it looks ridiculously spread out. From the far eastern suburbs to the outer reaches of the North Shore is a vast suburban patchwork. If it were an unfamiliar city, you might think it was home to 5 million people. Except the other thing you notice, and this might also seem pretty obvious, is that the houses are all one or two stories and almost all have backyards. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a backyard. Of course I do. I I love gardening. I love playing backyard cricket. I think it's really important for kids to play outside and to feel dirt underneath their fingernails. But at a time when we are lamenting the ludicrous cost of housing in this country, and Auckland is top of the pops, I couldn't separate our crisis from that very simple and obvious observation. Auckland's houses are too spread out for the city's population. Now, I get it, right? I understand that as Kiwis, most of us have grown up with a version of the quarter-acre dream, and... Yeah, that dream might have been sustainable when Auckland only had half a million people. Indeed, our other big cities are just starting to experience the pressures of endless sprawl as their populations increase. But it seems to me that one of the most important solutions to this housing crisis we hear so much about is our responsibility. Not the government's responsibility, not the Reserve Bank's responsibility. We collectively are responsible for an attitude change when it comes to intensification. Now that doesn't mean 50-storey tower blocks in every neighbourhood. It doesn't mean everyone lives in a little boxy apartment. It means smart density. It means way more townhouses and terraced housing options in our cities. It means making Auckland's neighbourhoods look a little more London and a little less Gisborne in the 1950s. Of course, developers try to do this, right? 
and, and when they try to bring about these changes, they are often challenged by existing property owners who moan that more intensive housing will affect the character of their neighbourhoods. It's always the same argument. It's always the same argument made by the same people who complain about 5% rates increases, even as their house values increase by $150,000 a year. But when they complain about it in their own backyards, they're acting against the collective interests of everyone else in their wider community. The thing is, density is the payoff for choosing to live in a big city. With the right sort of development and public transport, there are all sorts of benefits that come with living in higher density environments. If you don't like it, it's simple. Move elsewhere. Move to a town or a region where space is at less of a premium. I agree with the government on one thing. The housing crisis is going to take a massive set of solutions. There's no silver bullet. Many of those policies lie at the feet of our elected officials. But there are things the rest of us can do to help ease the crisis. For starters, stand up to the NIMBYs.